Hello, everybody. Crypto traders around the world. We're back with another episode of Crypto Talk Radio, found at CryptoTalkRadio.net, a.k.a. Basic Cryptonomics. Thank you for joining here today. My name is Leister. I'm your host. We've got a couple topics I want to go through. First, let's get the particulars out of the way, and then we'll jump right into this. Once again, that site is CryptoTalkRadio.net. That's where you're going to find all of our past, present, and future podcast episodes. The podcast is on all major podcasting platforms as well. Feel free to check that out. Let us know what you think. Link at the top says contact. Click that. Fill out the form. Come straight in. We read each and every one of those. We appreciate hearing feedback from our listeners, whether you're a subscriber or not. We would appreciate your subscription if you're a first-time listener. We again welcome you here. We think you're going to find it's completely different from any other crypto podcast that's out there. And hopefully you get great enrichment to the point that you feel like you want to spread the word out there. The last thing I'll call out is our triad membership. The triad is where we are trying to build a community of serious investors, not the kids that say the word Jeet and say the word Keck and can't half read. We're talking serious investors that believe there's something to this cryptocurrency thing and they want to talk to other grown adults, other serious people. Get away from the toxicity. Check it out on the site. Click on triad. It'll tell you about our different tiers for joining the full on triad. If you still have questions, you can join us in our discord channel. CryptoTalkRadio.net slash Discord will take you straight there. And anybody will be happy to answer any questions you may have. Given that, let's go ahead and jump right into our content for today's episode. It's a lovely day outside. Very lovely, hot, but lovely visually, I guess I should be clear. Here on this uh, wonderful, wonderful Thursday. My name is Leister. I'm your host. Welcome if you're new. Welcome back if you're not new. I had some funny stuff I was going to talk about that's happening in cryptocurrency. Because I think people have lost their minds, collective minds. I I do believe people have lost their ever-loving minds. And I think it's my duty to discuss what's going on. I also want to real quick give you an update. At this point, personal update, I'm waiting for the titles for the cars which are allegedly being mailed to my mailhouse that's out in Florida. Once I see that they're there, I have a package waiting or arriving, and that's for my car that I'm keeping. And that's to upgrade the uh, interface system to something a little bit smarter, and then I have to do a couple of maintenance things to it, nothing major, and then decide if I'm going to do a uh, hybrid battery replacement or not, or just deal with it. There's also potentially me installing a new head unit in the car I don't want to keep to kind of increase its value because the units in there is crap. So I have to debate whether I'm going to go all the way. I used to do this all the time when I was in my 20s. used to be nothing but a thing to replace the head unit. It's kind of like a rite of passage, especially when uh, CD players became a thing, but they weren't standard in cars, you know, so we still had tape decks. And so it was like a mission for us to swap that bad boy out for a CD player when they came out. And we would get the fold-down face CD player, the ones where you could take the face off, right? And everybody was looking cool. You'd carry the face for security, right? <laughs> well, now this car, it's a its a Kia Soul. And I didn't know that they started not installing CD players in cars by default, which I think is appalling. Because the dashboard isn't getting any damn smaller. So it's not like you're saving any room. And if anything, the price of the car is higher. So I'm like, screw you. It costs you pennies to just have the damn CD player there. I don't care if you put it in the trunk. I don't care if you put it in the glove box. I don't care what you do. But you better have a CD player in that damn car. And so I, the car I bought that I was going to keep, 
the one thing that was a sell point is if you better have a damn CD player and lo and behold, it does. In the old days, you know, we would put like CD uh, or in the multi CD player deals and usually we mount it in the trunk or in the glove box. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with anything. It just needs to have it as part of the car. I'm not. And I, I hear from people, oh, uh, CDs, you can just do Bluetooth, they're Apple, Apple play. Do, do, do. No, screw you. I'm not using a phone. There will not be any battery draining, whatever the F. And no, I'm not going to leave my device plugged in just for the benefit of listening to audio. There's nothing better than buying a CD, opening up that wrapper, popping it in the deck, and just letting it play. Sorry, that's how I roll. Or if it's radio, that's cool too. I'm not streaming anything. Screw you. Radio is radio. And that's how I roll, brother. So I'm waiting for the titles, waiting for the new head unit. When I get those two, I'm good to get the hell out of here. So I'm targeting the end of the month because I don't want to pay any more rent while I'm here. And then separately, they're trying to work out the kinks to get me over to the new, uh, new contact to pay me more money than I make currently. So I'm, um, May is kind of up in the air. It's kind of fluxing, which is uh, apropos because crypto's got some flux going on. Why don't we switch over there and talk about that real quick? Why don't we start with the chart as we do this? Zoom out to the month chart, I do recommend. You, you can look at whatever you want, but I think the month chart's more accurate. But I zoom out to the month chart. And I start seeing red creeping in ever slightly. Green's up. It's still above, but I'm seeing red creeping ever slightly. Usually means we're starting to head down. There were some projections put out that we are indeed on the way down. We had a bottom of 17.7 for Ethereum. Currently at seven, just, just shy of 1,800 with a high of 1,830. Of course, we are, we are I still say hovering. It's, it's still sideways, although it's down. It's still sideways. It certainly hasn't crapped like people think it should right now. But I am not concerned. And you might be wondering, well, what, what's causing you to be not concerned? Just the simple fact that as I look at the prices, they're, they're stable. They're not crapping like some of these other ones. They're not crapping out. They're reasonably stable. And I wouldn't worry about it. I think they're buy opportunities for certain people if you believe in the core I think it'll buy opportunities if nothing else. Because I do think everything's going to go back up, especially as we get uh, light on the Bitcoin business, which I'll talk about here briefly in a moment. And we're reasonably past tax season, so I think that's helping a bit. I also think people's sentiment is shifting positive. I think people are getting desperate, to be honest. So by and large, I'm not worried. Like if I look at Ethereum, I still think Ethereum is going to be, if not in the five-figure mark by 2024, certainly way better than what it is now. For anybody who believes in the core, Ethereum, I don't think, can do you wrong. I don't think Bitcoin can do you wrong. Bitcoin's having some problems, but I don't think it can do you wrong. Solana, I don't think it can do you wrong as long-term plays. And that's the stress point. Everything that's happening is predicated on long-term hold. It's not or buy-sell strategy that is long play in mind, as in you, you, know, you look for dip opportunities, you take profit when you can, and then you may have a long hold or something else that you do, but never lose sight of the fact that everybody pretty much agrees, if not the end of the year, 2024, we're going to see a run. Unless there's some negative catalyst, something that spits us right back to the bottom, which always could happen. We, everything looks like we're on our way. It's just taking some time. As I've been telling you guys, you know, I've been telling you that for months. So I am not worried. I don't think you should be, but 
once again, if you feel like, okay, this is crap, I can't deal with it, then absolutely, I would say get out. Don't stay if it's stressing you out. Doge took a bit of a dump, and it wasn't anything that anybody did. The only, the primary, I shouldn't say only, but the primary reason that Doge took a dump, Elon Musk very recently reaffirmed, people say he announced it. He didn't announce it. He reaffirmed it. He reaffirmed he's going to step down as CEO of Twitter. The new company, which I believe is X Corp, that's behind Twitter, he's going to now be the chief technology officer and on a position of executive chair. So he'll still have a position of authority, but not over the running of the business. He feels like, and he said this the moment he was going to acquire the thing. He said it was never his intention to stay CEO. He is more on the technology side. He wants the technology to be solid. And so he feels like the better fit for him is to be CTO as opposed to running the whole business. This is scheduled to take place in approximately six weeks. Doge took a dump because Doge obviously wanted to have Elon be up in the, in the top. Of course, Wales bought the dip. And so it's still holding reasonably steady. I'm just calling out that it did take a bit of a dump. Tesla stock, though, went up on the news because Tesla's been concerned, the investors, that Elon was being stretched too thin. Now, I still think he's being stretched too thin because I question how he's going to be able to hold down a regular job and still run a company like Tesla and Boring and all the other stuff he's doing. I don't know if anybody listening is on Twitter and they saw the hashtag delete Coinbase trending ever briefly. And you may have clicked on it to wonder what the hell was going on. And if you didn't click on it, I'll share it. But in summary, Coinbase in absolute tone deaf fashion, apparently, I didn't see this, I didn't get it, but apparently they sent out an email to a bunch of people that are a bunch of their customers. And they said that the, the icon for Pepe, the meme coin that took the world by storm, they said that its logo was co-opted by the alt-right, that it's a form of racism or hate, whatever. And so then this pissed off pretty much a whole bunch of people to close their accounts, or at least that was the allegation that they were going to go ahead and close their accounts including Jake Gain. Now, I think he copied that screenshot from somewhere. I can't prove that, but I doubt he closed his account. But the bottom line is that Coinbase got a lot of flack for this, and this has happened before. This is no, no different. Coinbase, whoever they have doing their messaging and social media is absolutely tone deaf. So then the chief legal officer of Coinbase came out and said, you know what? That was bad. We should not have put that kind of messaging out there. We were trying to level set what we believe was the truth about this as a high level. So you had the facts about what was going on, but we didn't do our due diligence. We didn't cover it all. We didn't do it correctly. And we apologize for what happened there. Now, bottom line, I don't, I hundred percent don't agree with him apologizing. Here's why let's, their opinion is their opinion. If they believe that it's a hate symbol and alt-right, whatever, let them believe that and let customers choose with their wallet. Because I think that makes us stronger if customers can speak with their wallet. Him apologizing is an affirmation that the re that their messaging, their, their intent was not on the up and up, that they had nefarious motives behind it. And so that makes them look shady as a company. Whereas if you hold the line and just say, our message is our message, deal with it. Okay, you lose customers, fine. You're not the customers we want because you're not in line with our values. But if you flip-flop like this, which they've done before, you're saying your values don't mean a damn thing and you're willing to flip-flop when people get pissed off. 
So what are your values then if you're willing to flex on them and violate them and ignore them? That doesn't make sense to me. Anyway, so I disagree with them apologizing. It's not whether or not it is or not hate. I don't care. It doesn't matter. I'm saying at the end of the day, you've got to, you can't just do that. This is stupid and you got to stop doing this garbage. But for whatever reason, this is what it was. And so that's, that is what caused the trend, right? That's what happened. The trend there is all of a sudden <laughs> Coinbase just put this tone deaf email and like I said, I never received the email itself. I didn't even know what it was talking about. There were some screenshots about it floating around, but people speculated that they might be, uh, it might be fake emails, that it was fabricated, that it wasn't real. But this is basically confirming that it was a true email through a newsletter. And again, I'm a Coinbase customer. I never received the email, never did. So I wonder if it just sent it to people who got the email or asked about Pepe. I don't, I don't know that. The email, just so you have the context of this whole business, says, quote, what you should know about Pepe, the meme coin of the moment. Pepe, which was issued around three weeks ago with a comically huge supply of 420 trillion tokens, has been leading the meme coin activity. The token is based on the Pepe the Frog meme, which first surfaced on the internet nearly 20 years ago as a comic strip character. Over time, it has been co-opted as a hate symbol by alt-right groups, according to the Anti-Defamation League. End quote. So, what the message is saying is, this group says it's a hate, so we're going to say that it's a hate, do, do, do. Can't think for yourselves, and then you get flack, and then you flex and say, we're sorry, we got it wrong. They're just, you're moving with the wind. You have no balls. You have no backbone, and that makes you lose respect. I lose respect for you if you can't hold your own what are your values? What are your principles? What do you believe? Why are you listening to this alt, whatever, anti, whatever league? And what is anti-defamation? Defamation of what? It's a picture of a frog. It's a meme. A meme is not defamation. It's a meme. So already on its face, it was ill thought out for them to do the email in the first place. But since you did it, own it and say, you know what? We did that. That's our values. So whatever the F, don't back down. Because that makes you look flip-flop. That makes you look like you got no balls. That makes you look like nobody should trust you. That's how I feel anyway, my personal self. The last bit of update I will share is about Paxful. Remember I said Paxful was shutting down. They were, they were just going to shut down. They're tired of it. We can't deal with it. It's, we're done. Month after this, they've announced that they're going to reopen it. I don't know. This, again, goes to flip-flop like, damn. The guy said, came out and he said, you know what? We can't do this. The regs are too bad. I, I don't know what's going on. And we got to shut down. It's whatever, ignorant peeps. And so then with the reenact, they're basically saying, you know what? We, we, we got to keep it going. It, it's going to be tough, but we're going to keep it going. And it is what it is. <laughs> Apparently, there are some people that actually hold big bags. And I think they're idiots. But there are people who hold big bags of Bitcoin in Paxful. And they were using it, you know, for trades. But in some cases, they're actually holding for this. So just so you have background on this whole, why this became a controversy. At one point, Paxful was against Ethereum because of the belief that Ethereum, when it went to proof of stake, was ultimately putting investors at risk. So, because, you know, the government, that that. So their motives were not necessarily in your favor 
they had other reasons why they were doing a thing. And then when they backed off Ethereum, they lost a huge chunk of share because Ethereum still runs part of the roost. So now them coming back, if they don't put Ethereum on there and just find the balls, it's not going to, I don't think it's going to end well. I think it's going to shut down again. In my opinion, that's my personal opinion. So when this happened, they were trying to just do Bitcoin, USDC, USDT. A bunch of people jumped out and said, you know what? We're done. We're not doing this anymore. Screw you. And then that's when the shutdown notice came. <laughs> now people are coming out and they don't trust Paxful. And I'm happy to hear this. User Sammy254 says, quote, I have a strong feeling that Paxful's come back to wash away our money and disappear. Sammy, I salute you and I respect you and I applaud you because you get it. Because this flip-flopping, this lack of stones is exactly, you're seeing exactly what the truth is, which is they don't mean what they're saying. And if they can't be firm on their principles, A or B, we, we're anti-ETH and we'll deal with the losses or I don't care about the proof of stake. We're going to trade whatever the F like KuCoin. If they can't pick a stance and stick with it and they're going to flip-flop, how can you trust them with your money? So I celebrate you, Sammy, and I hope anybody out there who does business on Paxful does not fall into the trap that I see is a trap. This is my recommendation. I can't tell you what to do with your money, though. Last but not least, cryptocurrency is in a transitional phase now. As I said, would eventually happen. We are in the transitional phase. We are not in a bull run. We are en route to one. We're not one yet. It is imperative that anybody who's trading cryptocurrency right now not get trapped by FOMO. There was a lot of projects spinning up out of thin air, truly thin air, printing magic internet money, and the vast majority of them are trying to trap you and take your money. I can't tell you what to do with it. I'm making an impassioned plea because you're a listener and I do hope Anybody listening to me takes my advice when I say, please do not FOMO into something. If you believe in it because you're a gambler, great. Just acknowledge you're a gambler and that's a gamble. I still say don't FOMO or YOLO into everything. Don't toss everything you got at it. Toss a little bit, see where it goes, take some profit, right? And lather, rinse, repeat, sure. But be careful and be smart because it's a dangerous time right now. Not, I don't even think it's about blatant, you know, obviously there's the rug pulls, but I'm talking about blatant criminal activity. I'm talking about crap, right? Coins that, tokens that are crap. They truly are crap and won't succeed. We don't know if Pepe is going to recover. We don't know if some of these other ones, I saw Ribbit, I saw Bob, I saw uh, Chad, GigaChat, whatever. There's all sorts of them spinning up. There's multiple spinning up. I personally cannot tell you what to do with your money, but I am making an impassioned plea, just be careful. Don't FOMO or YOLO into stuff. If you're going to gamble, just say you're gambling and that's cool, but don't gamble everything and be careful if you do that. Also, this whole Bitcoin business and performance, when they started releasing the ability to do tokens on Bitcoin, I think it was the biggest mistake that ever could happen. It brought Bitcoins to its knees. Of course, that killed off Binance and then El Salvador and other countries who use Bitcoin as a currency, their fees went up because they never adopted Lightning. It should not be that we blame their lack of adoption of Lightning. We should not be putting tokens on Bitcoin because doing so will cause the Gary Gensler of the world to say, oh, well, now that's the security do, 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 when it should have been left alone. There was no reason to put anything on Bitcoin at all. We have enough blockchains. That's where you should put stuff. Bitcoin was not built for it. 
and what we saw recently proved Bitcoin is not ready to be a primary form of currency because it wasn't designed to be. We're trying to force it to be. It wasn't designed to be. So the recent fiasco simply proved to everybody Bitcoin was never ready for it. It's not going to be ready for it because there's nobody there to actually upgrade it. So hopefully we can stop all the mythological conversations about transacting everything in Bitcoin because it's never going to be a reality no matter what anybody says. I'll, I'll put that on record. In our lifetime, we will never be in a world where all you're doing is transacting any kind of cryptocurrency. It's never going to happen. We always are going to have to transact through fiat because it's plentiful. That's how I feel anyway. Others can emphatically disagree, and I'm sure that many of them will. That's going to do it for today's episode of Crypto Talk Radio, found at CryptoTalkRadio.net. I want to thank you for listening here today. I know you have choices, whether you're a new listener or a subscriber. We appreciate each and every one of you. Check out our site, CryptoTalkRadio.net. We have a contact form, the link's at the very top. We'd love to hear from you and how we're doing and what you like or what you don't like. We read each and every one of those. Also, check out our triad. The triad is a community that we're working to build forward of strong, smart investors, the ones that want to lead us into the next generation of cryptocurrency to evolve cryptocurrency into a more mature investment strategy for people, help people as they're growing and they get into this space. We don't want the ones that say the word Jeet and the ones that say the word Kek. We want the ones that treat this as a serious thing. Join us on our journey. Until next time, take care, be safe. Please don't YOLO into projects, any project. It doesn't matter what it is. Be smart with your investments. Make sure you always keep a roof over your head, food on your table. Your family comes first. Don't get stuck in this. Our goal is to try to help keep you safe, but we're only an informing source. There are a lot of sources out there, some of which are not really looking out for you. They're looking out for themselves. So always be careful with the advice that you take and what you do with that information is up to you, but just be smart about it is all we ask. See you next episode.